this is, I feel like the best way that I can make some sort of structure that flows with how I flow. I feel like this sort of form is what I, I want to honor and do more of and allow myself these 20 minute podcasts to do this. So in this podcast, I'm going to talk about something that's been relevant and coming up frequently. And I feel like has to do a lot with um, Saturn moving into Pisces and the Uranus with the North Node in Taurus and the way that that's been interacting with my moon. But I mean, that's that's the cosmic, you know, impact on me individually. Um, this is the adjusting of schedules because it's in my sixth house and equals set up and I love this flow of just talking about something and allowing myself to pull forth pungent truth that allows us to contemplate and then allowing it to sink into the subconscious I had never really thought of it like this, but when I was listening to the uh, audio that you're about to hear, it felt really good. It felt like something that I could be consistent about. And I'm always searching for those places to create consistently, see that consistency consistently, that feels good, right? It's that sixth house moon. As I'm in my mid thirties, right? I'm going to be 36 in June. This will be my first birthday after my Jupiter return, which is happening April 23rd. You're going to hear me talk about this because it's just like I could feel it all happening. It's already happening. It's been happening. It's like Saturn vibes. It just takes a long time. But the impact is profound. Jupiter and Saturn are my buddies. Saturn sits on my ascendant. Jupiter is in my fifth house. Happening right now. I hadn't really focused much on, much on Jupiter, even though my Jupiter is my dominant energy in my chart, along with Sagittarius. Fiery. So much fire for someone who is so watery. Cancer stellium. <laughs> that always blew me away because until I was 19, I thought I was a Gemini. But I mean, but that fits with my descendant, my descendant being in Gemini. That's why I see myself as Gemini, right? That's how I perceive myself as incredibly intellectual and about the duality and communication and analyzing. Though that can also be seen as my ascendant, right? Um, Sagittarius energy is supposed to be very analytical, theological, philosophical. And it's more higher expression. It's pretty ditzy. It's lower expression, which I mean, you can see that. I was asked numerous times in my childhood, like, why I'm so ditzy. Eh, I'm in another world. <laughs> There's another world in my head that I would love to share with you. 
Maybe one day we will have the technology for me to share it with you. You can come into the landscape in my mind. Anyway, enjoy this wonderful podcast about consistency and then anchoring it into your body somatically with breath and REM activation. Enjoy, my loves. I want to have a conversation about consistency and my struggle with consistency, my struggle to be consistent, my struggle to find consistent relationships, my struggle to show up in a consistent way, my demand for other people to show up in a consistent way, to make up for my lack of consistency. Ooh, hypocrisy. Yet being human is built from consistency, or at least follow through. You can be inconsistent after you've completed the task. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because I have a Taurus moon. My Taurus moon sits up opposite my Pluto, though. Which is a generational shift, you know, the generational rebirth. Which means that the generational rebirth that is wrapping up For the collective in Scorpio, the South Node in Scorpio, is it's missing some, it's, it's jostling things and it's calling me into, I mean, what's the root of consistency is follow through for myself. The only consistency that really matters is the consistency that I have with myself. The way that I consistently check in with myself, the way that I consistently make time to practice my inner vision cognition. And I don't do that enough. I just don't. And I know that's the key. Like, I feel like that's the ADHD, right? The, the separation between the hemispheres and the parts of the brain which is the neurological difference, you know, well, one of them. And it's this feeling of I know exactly what to do. It's the six energy and the two energy interacting. The motivation of six energy, the two consciousness, the way I show up, my body. Body's a five. Consciousness is a two. Oh, 
like even reading this system stuff in my head is part of the problem, right? It's like the story that's the play out. I really, my whole life, have been wishing for the ability for tele for telepathy, right? Because trying to get what I envision in my head out into the world is it's not a thing not in any consistent manner <coughs> and it's incredibly frustrating because what I end up saying to people is not what's in my head and then people are like well you're wrong and I'm like but you didn't hear that thing in my fuck this <laughs> you know like <laughs> oh you know why I don't like promises? Because I feel like promises, when used, are an attempt at a creation of artificial consistency that there isn't the, like, energetic support for. It's out of alignment. It's like when we say sorry to make things better, but we know nothing's going to change, but we're socially expected to say sorry and to like offer that level of codependent agreement that I'm going to change this thing that I don't have the energetic backing to change for you to make you feel better. Because you're not taking control of your reality. And I say this, like, as the person who's tried to get people to do this. Like, I feel like this is 90% of parenting and it sucks because it's bullshit. But it's like what I'm supposed to display that I do. And I don't, I don't really understand how to do it. And when I do it, it feels mean. It doesn't work. It just makes my daughter cry. It makes me feel ashamed. It makes her feel shame. It makes her feel guilty. It makes her try to think her way into being someone who she's not. And that's not the agreement that I made with my daughter about how I was going to parent her when she was born. And I was looking at her as a baby making promises to myself about how things would be different for her. That more energetic backing for something, more, more artificial energetic backing for something that I can't egoically push through and create better than the universe on. What if some of the suffering that she goes through is what she chose to go through and that's why I'm her mother and her father is her father and there's something that she's learning that she has to learn through the process of pain that is an integral part of the human 3D experience that she signed up and became a part of her body in order to experience What if my inconsistency 
and my shaming and rejection of that. is what's destabilizing. And what if what I need to do is just check out of that dance, just be detached from that dance that it's not mine to take on, so I don't take it on, right? But it's also the acknowledgement that what I don't do consistently doesn't have that momentum behind it and will be inconsistent in its results because I'm inconsistently showing up to do it. Like, it's just another part of being human, right? It's the free will aspect. It's like, okay, so you don't have to be consistent and you don't have to be judgmental and you still don't have to be judgmental, but you can acknowledge that the reason why I'm not getting the results I want is I'm not being consistent, right? Yeah, there you go. That's discomforting facts. <laughs> right? <sighs> so let's do a breathing, right? Settle into your body. Wiggle your hips, wiggle your shoulders, wiggle your back. Get into your body. Settle into your hips. Settle back your shoulders and relax your chin. Relax your neck, roll it from side to side. Wiggle your shoulders, move your shoulders up and down. Almost like you're waving with them. Stretch your hands. Massage your neck. Touch the back of your your head where your head connect your your skull connects to your brain. Stem. Mm. Allow yourself to just be. Breathe in and out. Feel your body relax as you intake oxygen and express whatever else needs to be carried out. Just express dioxide. Look up through your eyes, keep your chin low. Breathe in. Keeping your eyes rolled up through your eyebrows, fixed on a real or imagined spot above you. Keep your chin level and breathe out. And breathe in. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Breathe in. Keep looking up through your eyebrows. Keep your chin level. Allow the fluttering to wash over you. That is REM. That is activation of alpha brainwave state. You are incredibly open to suggestion. And we will now use this time to create suggestion to relax. 
The universe is a friendly place. Make this decision. Allow the universe to conspire in your favor. Feel it standing as if in the wings of a theater, this presence, this consciousness. Longing, yearning to be of service to your deepest energetic expressions of want, need, and knowing. Allow yourself to breathe. Allow your eyes to close if they haven't already. And let yourself breathe and relax. Let yourself just drift, just float, be present with your body. Notice any twinges going on, any heat, any emptiness, any tightness, any bundling, any over-loosening, any sensation anywhere in your body. Allow yourself to accept and observe it. Allow yourself to be present with yourself. And breathe. In and out. Allowing a sense of calm and trusting faithful certainty in your own self, in your own knowing, in your own certainty about the things that you are certain about. Like the sun will also rise tomorrow. Your lungs will continue to breathe. The wind will blow. Your animal will be there wanting food. Your child will want a hug, will challenge you in pursuit of their own independence and sense of self. You will yearn to grow and become more. You will be surprised by the pain and the joy that you encounter in your day. And you will be equally present with both. Allowing, observing, processing, taking a breath and pausing before responding. To whatever is in front of you, as each thing emerges in your day today, calling you forth to respond, 
or to inform or to invite you forward. Being present. Being aware. Being the observer of this moment as you breathe in and out. And you come back to your body now and you feel this tingling of certainty, of the certainty of the benevolence and the friendliness of the reality that you have tuned into, honed in on, chosen to vibrate in through your thoughts and feelings and this sense of certainty that it's all going to work out because you're going to know exactly what to respond to and how in the moment and you trust this completely as you come back into your body as it continues to tingle fingers, toes, up the knees, elbows, shoulders, hips, belly, head, heart, glowing. You are breathing light now, fully conscious of your body and yourself fully in your body. And you are glowing, effervescing with glow of certainty, of the observer's knowingness. And it feels so good. It feels so amazing. And you're just going to bask here, fully conscious of this. As we talk some more about consistency, this is the only true consistency that we need the certainty of well-being and the certainty that we can respond and choose what we respond to. Allow ourselves to respond in earnest in this moment. However is correct for us to respond or inform or allow ourselves to be invited. Let ourselves be the invitation that beckons whatever is being called to us and into our lives. And let us be an appreciation of it as we come back to the room and move forward with our day, being the blessing we are both charmed and charming to be.